thing that stands out, obviously, is the quarterback and the throw game. I mean, they're leading the nation throwing the football. Got an outstanding running back as well, although they don't, you know, their, their focus is throwing the ball. And they, they do it uh, better than anybody in the country. Defensively, they're, they're solid. I don't think we've seen an offense quite like this offense. Um, it's really unique. Obviously, you know, the, the closest would be, you know, Washington in some ways with the explosive passes. You know, our quarterback can make every single throw. They've got uh, great weapons. Um, they're strong in the offensive front with their own line. Uh, they've got a really good running game. Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs> Washington's a nine and a half point favorite at home with Utah coming to town this weekend. You heard Dan Landing there at the end. Ryan's uh, man crush. He is. Oregon is a 15 and a half point favorite over now unranked USC as their season continues to just swirl down the drain like, yeah. well, something Scott Lynn leaves in the toilet after taco oh, night. What? Whoa, I'm just saying. Whoa, hey, Circle hey. in the toilet. The SEC I, that's does all. not like poop jokes. Hey, well, Trust you know me. what? I you, found that out the you, hard way. USC's defense is a poop joke. Let's be honest here. The total 73 wow. and a half in that game. And I just, it just feels like an over still. Just like last week at 76, he went, oh, yeah, that's going to be an over. And it was. Well, hold on, though. This isn't, oh. this isn't your grandfather, your father, your brother, oh. even your. Do you feel different? Even your one week year old son's USC defense. So, Alex Grinch is gone. So does that mean we could go into a little Horvat you and feel differently about this whole situation? Faces. It's my favorite thing to do. Time to paint the face oh. and listen up. Class is in session at Horvat U. What if you also were to paint your face while you did the uh, the Viking costume next week at National Harbor? I'd like to see some purple. Yeah, I think that would be good. You know what? That skull. has to be included with it. And you have to chant skull. We won't do it. I'm skull. willing to bet <laughs> the, my beating heart. No, we will not see Ryan. In that <sighs> He's not even. I'll do it. He's not going to do anything with it. He's, Guys, you've it. you've let us down twice already. We've given you leeway. We've given you extensions on this bet, and you've just mumbled your way through com- nothing but excuses. And it's disappointing. I thought you were better than this. All right, all right, all right. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer says you're good for this, and was, apparently you're not. I was going to be a good guy here, a nice guy for you guys, because <laughs> I'm not going to be here on Friday. And I know damn well you guys aren't going to be listening to the BetQL tailgate to kick off, although. You at home, you should, 9 to 10. Nick, you'll I probably be, be sleeping yet. in a little bit. Oh, I thought you had some other oh, media going Oh, no, I do have on. that. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about Trista that. Trista will yep. be going on a rival network competing against my college football show on another <laughs> college football show, but I digress. And we move on to this game right here. I think here. Mitch is the one who put us up to do it, so yeah. I'm going to put it on him. Well, Wow, hey, that Kiff hey. court, by the way, looks sick. Hey. I digress. Other Go than ahead. Trista... You want to you want to hear some winners? You tune into you know who to tune into <laughs> on true. Saturday. It's you, true. Ryan's damn it. Much right. better at college right. football than me. Right. That's no, facts. no, oh no. I no, didn't you mean, are. No, I didn't mean you. I meant but the you show are. you're going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Other gonna get them. your content, your picks anyway on yes. this show. Yep. Right. One team, one dream. One we start team, right one early dream. with the daily tip. You know who else gets their morning started early? <laughs> who? Dan Landing. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. And here's the thing: at this current number, I understand people making the case for USC in this game. And maybe you're thinking, dead cat bounce. We got a new coordinator on the defensive side of the ball. Alex Grinch is gone. I don't know that Alex Grinch is the issue. I mean, he wasn't good. Don't get me wrong. But um, the talent's still the talent. You know what I mean? It's still the same guys, the same 11 guys that have been playing all season long. And they're going against, in my opinion, the best offense in the country. USC 
Um, they're going to be able to score some points themselves, but Bo Nix is a legit Heisman candidate. Uh, Tez Johnson and Troy Franklin are both awesome wide receivers. Bucky Irving's yeah, averaging eight yards per carry, and I think that they have the best offensive line in the country. I really do. I think that if they were in the Big Ten, if they were in the SEC, we would talk about Oregon's offensive line as the best in the country. They're also the most balanced team in the country. Top ten in pass, top ten in rushing offense. So I don't think the defensive coordinator is really going to matter. I understand why people are taking the number with USC, especially if Caleb's going to play in this game. I do think they're going to be able to put up some points. But are they going to be able to put up enough points and get consistent stops? You're going to need at least two to three stops to hang within this number, you know, being over two touchdowns right now. If you're going to win the game, you're going to need some takeaways. And Bo Nix, since he's left Auburn, doesn't throw interceptions. They don't fumble the ball. That's the best part about Oregon's offense is they don't turn the ball over at all. No, we don't. They're really efficient. And on the defensive side of the ball, they're really able to get after the quarterback better than able to, uh, better than any team in the Pac-12. So I couldn't bet USC. I don't have anything in this game, but I would still lean Ducks, man. And they're thinking national championship, not just Pac-12 championship. So uh, they've got to take them to SmackDown. I would, I would, I would bet the Ducks, and I'd bet the over minus fifteen and a half, minus sixteen. Yeah, I just don't love that number, man. Me because neither. If Caleb's going to go out there, he's going to ball out. You know what I mean? Like Caleb, a lot of points. But also, you go back to a couple of the games where Caleb hasn't looked good. Notre Dame, for example. Mm -hmm. Notre Dame was able to make Caleb Williams look awful. Um, And the same thing, really, in that Washington game, I guess, although they put up big numbers in that game on the offensive side of the ball, too. But if you're able to get natural pressure, if you don't have to blitz him, that's when he really struggles. He's really struggled against teams that get that natural pressure, and I think Oregon's going to be able to do that. They're not going to have to blitz him a whole ton, so they're going to be able to drop extra guys back in coverage to go against you know, Taj Washington, those skill position players. And USC, as good as the offense has been, they just don't have that Jordan Addison. The reason I can't bet the Ducks at 15-and-a-half is the one thing that USC has been able to do is run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I was all over the Marshawn Lloyd props. He didn't end up playing in that game last week. They went with their backup, and he still averaged over seven yards per carry so I think they might be able to limit some possessions um hate to be cliche guy here keep the Oregon offense on the sideline and then hit them with the small stuff you know use a little bit more play action maybe in this game hang within the number also it scares me a little bit um because last night I added a little bit to the portfolio and we played a little ducks 10 to 1 I tried to talk you you into it it. (laughs) and so I could see like this being the game that they lose you know what I mean like because I think if they play Washington again on a neutral field they beat them uh, in the Pac-12 championship game. But we need them to get there. And two losses might knock them out of the conversation. Oh, so, well, definitely knocks them out. So that's why I'm staying away, and uh, I want nothing to do in that one. I did bet, really quick, going back to Washington, though, I do like them against Utah. Yeah. You know, if this game's in Utah, I'm probably going to bet Utah. They're a much better team at home. And Utah's going to need to run the ball to stay in this game. And right now the running back room is beat up. A couple weeks ago they had to play a safety at running back. And Washington's offense... You know, the last couple of weeks they haven't been great, but last week then against USC it really looks like they uh, they bounced back. You know, Penix was a little bit better. Still looks a little dinged out there. He's not really leaving the pocket. He wants to stay in the pocket in this game, and I think he's going to be able to do that against Utah. I'm not saying they're overrated, but they're a little overrated defensively compared to where they've been the last couple of years. So I think that the Huskies are going to be able to put up some points in this game. It's at 9.5 right now. Anything under 10, I do like Washington. Well, it's kind of gotten to that point where, right, where Utah's at home, it's one thing. Utah on the road is a completely different conversation, especially this season. Yeah. And I mean, like, if it's Cam Rising and he's got, you know, Keithy out there, I feel a little bit better about the offensive side of the ball. But Barnes isn't very accurate. And it's crazy to see because usually Utah has the best offensive and defensive line in the Pac 12. Now, that's why I keep saying about Oregon. That's kind of them, man. Like, 
Utah's offensive line, 121st in pass blocking. And Barnes is holding on to the ball way too long. So some of that's on him, over three seconds. He's been pressured on 47% of his dropbacks. And when he's under pressure, he has a 6% turnover-worthy play rate. So that's the other thing. I could see Washington, even though the defense isn't great, they could take away the football. And then they're going to get some short fields. And also, last week, out of nowhere, they found a run game. Mm-hmm. And if they're able to run the ball against Utah, and they're not just one-dimensional, dropping Penix back 35, 40 times, well, I they think got they're going to have some of, success. And Washington was able to slow Oregon down a little bit. Like that, that's There's a reason. They had a couple of key stops, and that's against a very potent team. Now, Utah is just not the kind of offense that we've known them to be, right? Like, Cam Rising's just not walking through that door. Their defense actually isn't that good right now. No. They got sliced and diced by Oregon. Yeah. And yeah. their quarterback, the farmer kid, throws picks. So, pick farmer, yeah. specifically. Yeah. Pick, pig he's more, farmer. We'll, we'll call him the pick farmer. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all he does is farm picks. I see what you did there. Yeah. And, and that's ah, I get thing. it. So you have a backup quarterback going against a real pass rush mm-hmm. with an offensive line that's yes. good, but outside the top 120 in pass block win rate right now, uh, you know, in pass protection. And then the other thing is, if you want to bet this game, I'd probably wait because right now, if you look at the forecast, heavy rains in the morning, 30 mile per hour winds. So, you know, that kind of scares me a little bit if I want to back Utah in this game with the backup quarterback. Also, if you want Washington to cover a big number, but that's, that's that goes back to what Dylan Johnson did last week. A hundred of his yards came where he wasn't even contacted. So if he's able to average six, seven yards on the ground, Penix is able to take the underneath stuff. I still think they could win this game by 10 points because I don't know, even against Washington's defense, what Utah is going to be able to do uh, with Barnes at quarterback in a beat-up running back room. So Washington, I would lay the points with. Uh, the other big favorite, Oregon, I'd probably stay away with. Uh, stay away from if we're talking with the uh, Pac-12 What would games. you do with the totals here? Um, so Washington, I bet the under because of the wind and the rain. If the weather holds off, I might Utah's come back and play some. offense being so yeah. abysmal. It, that, I might come back and play some over if it's like a perfect day out. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's, wait, the, what's the, where's the total? Hold on, where's the total now? Uh, 51 and a half. What'd you get it at? It's coming down a little bit. Yeah. 54 and a half. I was going to wow. say, it was definitely closer to the mid-50s. Yeah. It, and again, like that'll come back up if there's no weather in this game. At but. what point do you start betting the over again in this? When you mm. get to like the upper 40s? Maybe live. Yeah, don't yeah. even touch it till then. Yeah, because for Washington, I mean, it's all about staying healthy and getting to the Pac-12 championship game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want Michael Penix to rack up the stats, and he's thrown a couple really bad interceptions the last couple weeks. But again, if Dylan Johnson's going off in this game, you kind of just want to do that. You want to eat the clock. You have the new clock rule. So I'd probably uh, play probably stay away from that. Since I'm not going to be here, I'll just throw them all out there. All right, we're taking Penn State plus four and a half. I went back and forth with this. And I don't know that Michigan's going to be able to run the ball against Penn State. I love Blake Corum. Donovan Edwards hasn't looked healthy this season. Kind of the same thing for Penn State. Like, neither running back room, even though they have the the best four backs in all of Big Ten football, neither of them are doing anything explosive. And they're both really good defenses. And Drew Aller, I looked at this today, his home road splits, much different. So you have a young quarterback. This game comes down to Penn State being at home in Happy Valley. We're getting over a field goal. I think they keep it close. I like Michigan on the money line, even though it's minus 210. But I think Penn State keeps this within a field goal. Uh, I'd play it a little bit bigger if any other head coach was coaching this team other than James Franklin. That's my concern here. (laughs) Not doing anything with the total. I would lean under 45 and a half. Chop Robinson might be coming back in this game, too. J.J. McCarthy, like every other quarterback in the country, the splits aren't great when he's under pressure compared to when he throws from a clean pocket. Michigan, the last two weeks, really has become a passing offense. And I don't know if that has to do with Corum and Edwards not being as explosive 
or maybe they're thinking, hey, we got our two biggest games coming up against Penn State and Ohio State. When Michigan had to play a real team last year, it wasn't until the college football playoff, and it was against TCU. And then remember, J.J. McCarthy had to make big throws, and he struggled to start off in that game. So maybe that's why they've been opening things up a little bit. But 65% pass rate the last couple weeks. It's going to come down to J.J. McCarthy having to make some throws in this game. I could see him turning the ball over in in this game a little bit. So uh, Penn State plus four and a half. We'll throw out some more later on in the show, but that's one I ended up betting today. Meanwhile, 7 nothing, Miami of Ohio over Akron. Yeah, the under looking, looking a little bit better. Looks not too bad. Knicks up 13-4 on the Spurs. We got uh, 47-37. Wizards. Look at that. The Wizards up on Charlotte. Told you. Two teams that can't play he defense. Knew, knew Always happen. works. Keith Smith coming up next. It's Bet MGM tonight.